Good morning, City Church. This is City Church Together for Friday, June 12th. It's Friday. I'm usually not with you on Friday, but fact, that's not the case today. I am with you today. Um, So hope you have a great Friday. Um, I've got a simple short one since I went like eight hours on my short devotional thought yesterday. Um, I've, I've got a simple but very, very deeply needed thought that I want us to um, pray through today. From uh, This is from Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Um, I'm just going to read uh, starting in verse 14 and I'm going to finish in verse 18. It says, Now, since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these so that through his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who were held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers and sisters in every way, so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in matters pertaining to God to make atonement for the sins of the people. For since he himself has suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are tempted. That's the word of the Lord from Hebrews chapter 2. Now there are certainly a a bukoodle of theological concepts in that scripture, but I just want to... um, in, you know, in the nature of our here journals, um, I want to highlight um, one of these verses and talk about the truth there and then lead you in a prayer, um, especially as we approach this weekend and gathering together and Sabbath and rest and activities. Um, um, I want to uh, point you to one truth here, and it comes from verse 18. Since Jesus himself has suffered when he was tempted He is able to help those who are tempted. Now, there are two parts to that. One is the fact that Jesus suffered and uh, Jesus suffered and particularly suffered when he was tempted. Often we like to think of the suffering of Jesus um, as the physical suffering of Jesus on a cross. And so when we hear that Jesus suffered, We think, yes, he was, you know, he had the 39 lashes and yes, nails went through his hands and feet and there was a crown of thorns and uh, and they shamed him. And while it is true that all of that is suffering, particularly the right, uh, excuse me, particularly the writer of Hebrews points out in this verse that Jesus suffered when he was tempted. Jesus suffered when he was tempted. Think about the suffering that you go through when you are tempted. Just as a, as a Christian, as a believer, think about the suffering you go through when you are tempted. There is something or someone or some idea in front of you that you want to grab hold of, that you want to take for yourself, that you want to consume, that you want to be a part of, and yet there is a kind of self-denial that happens. No, I can't have that. And then... There is also the the suffering that happens, the pain that happens, that um, all of the messages that um, the devil sends to you. Uh, think about Jesus being tempted in the desert, 
um, Matthew chapter 4, Luke chapter 4. The temptation of Jesus there was suffering. You are hungry. Turn this to bread. It was the idea and the reasoning there because before every single one of the temptations there, um, Satan said, if you are the son of God, in order, like there's a, there's a temptation there to believe, maybe am, am I not the son of God? Do I not belong to God? Don't you feel that way when you're tempted? In tempted, isn't there a suffering to kind of doubt, why do I want to do this? You know, it's Romans 7. Why, why all the things that, that I, I don't want to do, I do. And uh, it, temptation itself is a kind of suffering. It is a kind of wrestling that hurts And for the writer of Hebrews to identify that Jesus suffered when he was tempted, it was not just the physical outside, it was also that inner wrestling that we all do with our identity when we experience temptation. Why do I want this when God says I'm somebody different than this? I must not be a son of God. I must not belong to him. As a painful reality, and often that's what leads to our giving in, is when we believe the change in identity. This is not me, and I've got to be me. So Jesus suffered. That was real for Jesus. He experienced that. Next, he is able to help those because he suffered when he was tempted. He is able to help those who are tempted. Now, this is the good, beautiful news. When you are tempted, when you are in that wrestling with temptation, and when you are in the suffering of temptation, the pain of temptation, don't believe your identity. You must, since you want this, there must be something that is wrong with you, different than you, than other people, and therefore you better own this. And when Jesus is there, like it says in, uh, like Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 10, that he always provides a way of escape. Now, what we often think, is that the way of escape is, you know, like, uh, um, is like kind of like an exit ramp, like, oh, here's this thing, oh, come over here. I sent somebody in, you know, when you were, um, when you were about to look at that website, I sent somebody in the room, and you could have taken the way of escape, and, and there's some reality to that, but I think the bigger idea here is Jesus is the way of escape, his presence. Recognize that Jesus is the one who didn't just come into the room, he's always in the room with you. He is able to help those who are tempted by saying what? I am here, and I can be here with you because I died for the sin that you are being tempted to commit right now. Yes, he can empathize with us. He has felt what we felt, but he has also triumphed in those temptations and given you that righteousness and purchased a closeness with you when with our sin we purchased separation from him. He has freed those who are in slavery to sin. He has freed those who fear death. And he stands beside you in temptation, able to help you, saying, Son, brother, sister, listen to me. You're mine. You're my family. This is not who you are. You can last. You can endure. There is something better on the other side. Wait for our Father. I hope that comforts you today. I hope that brings into your weekend um, a sense of God's presence so that you make choices this weekend that honor God and recognize the presence of Christ with you. Let's be silent and pray in that direction. Heavenly Father, In Christ you suffered 
temptation. You endured it. You experienced it. it caused you pain. And yet you endured. And that righteousness, those righteous choices that you made, you gave to us and you gave us an identity as your children. And now you stand with us when we are tempted. And you provide a way out. You provide a way of escape to look not to the object of our temptation, but to look to you, our Heavenly Father, to look to Jesus, our brother, and to choose life over death. Remind us of your presence this weekend. And Father, may we be a part of a city on a hill this weekend that would draw others to you as we suffer temptation for the sake of others. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.